Jade Software presents Beta and Beyond, the RegTech Modernization Podcast. Hey, welcome back everybody to Beta and Beyond. This is your host, Michael Howard. Today, we are delving into the exciting play space of the cloud and how organizations can modernize and optimize their operations around it. To drive this conversation, we have Shane Orida with us, who has considerable network and solution architecture expertise under his belt, from Genai to Spark, Axon to Co-op Money. Shane was the chairperson of the New Zealand Employees Credit Union before their transfer of equity to Steelands Credit Union. Shane is currently the specialist solution architect for AWS in New Zealand. Welcome to the show, Shane. Thanks, Michael. Great to be here. So, modernization can mean many things to different people. How would you explain it in a banking and credit union context? Well, the financial industry is under very different pressures at the moment. The COVID situation has affected it, as you would expect, but low interest rates have also added additional pressure by eroding profit margins at a, an already difficult time. This means that there's quite an emphasis on both cost reduction and making the most of the people and skills that you already have. For example, the ability to work from anywhere used to be a convenience, but now it's an essential requirement to keep the doors open. The first step for any business when thinking about moving to the cloud is to understand their current environment and gain a perspective on the value that moving to the cloud will deliver for that business. We At AWS, we call this the assess phase, and it includes a high-level discovery of the customer's environment, as well as workshops to paint a broad brush picture and create the case for change. The next phase that we go on to is the mobilize phase, where we prepare the environment to handle the migrations at scale and the modernizations that will be included in the migration. And this includes a more detailed discovery of the existing infrastructure and financial considerations like a business case, as well as look into security and compliance aspects. This is also a good time to develop some experience by doing experiments and proof of concepts to test out solutions prior to starting any real migration or modernization. The final migration and modernization stage is where the bulk of the change happens with a combination of migration of some workloads and the modernization of other workloads into the cloud. And the end result allows businesses to make the best use of those scarce resources and become more agile and adaptable to the newer conditions. Mm, really interesting. Um, when you consider that modernization then is a series of IT transformations, um, it's kind of a long-term program of work. Uh, you could even argue a better term for it is continuous modernization because consumer behavior technology and the regulatory landscape is always changing. So where should an organization then start to increase their uh, their chances of success? Having, having a really clear vision of your outcomes is essential. There's always a natural tension between the product-focused part of the business who want the speed and agility to keep up with change and the operational part of the business on the other side who are tasked with maintaining the stability and reducing costs. Communicating that vision that you get through the business and, and getting an alignment on the risks and outcomes involved is absolutely essential to maximizing the value that the business gains from the modernization. The envisioning process connects the business goals and outcomes to those enabling technologies that help you to, to prioritize the cloud initiatives. Mm. So um, when we start thinking about the cloud then, um, what then are some of the main business drivers for migrating to the cloud? What are you seeing in AWS that's um, happening out there in the market? We often find that customers start the cloud journey focusing on cost reduction 
and that's it's definitely a good place to begin the process but mm -hmm. those cost benefits are always almost always overtaken quite early in the process by some of the other benefits depending on the type of the business for example many businesses will achieve significant cost saving early in their cloud journey simply by exiting expensive data center contracts but others find that the agility to deliver new products faster or the increase in staff productivity are even more valuable. Other businesses will value the global reach or the improved security. So cost in the end turns out to be a much smaller part of the overall picture. Okay. Um, according to Gartner, 90% of CEOs believe their business will be digitally disrupted, but 67% of business leaders believe they'll need to innovate faster in order to remain competitive. And 79% of CIOs believe modernization is making their IT organizations better prepared for change. So how does modernization help with this? Well, we're all familiar with those many examples of disruptive innovation that we've seen in the recent years, like with Uber, Netflix, Airbnb. The only real choice for many businesses today is whether to wait for somebody else to disrupt them or do it themselves. Mm. And this new normal means that leaders really must splice that digital DNA into their culture and their processes, their technologies to transform into these top performing organizations. And the further they progress up the path, the more these strategies lead to more cost-effective ways to do newer things. For example, deconstructing legacy modernists often leads to greater agility and flexibility, while at the same time de-risking those management and release cycles. Another good example of a modern data strategy is where businesses leverage their most valuable assets and they can access data machine learning, which is a very powerful and effective way to gain newer insights into their businesses. Mm. So um, there's some pretty good benefits there, um, which is a nice segue, I guess, into this next point. Um, does AWS have any benchmarks on the outcomes enabled by this kind of modernization? Absolutely. AWS has seen many thousands of customers from every type of business modernize, and we've typically seen gains such as 19% reduction in overall infrastructure spend or a 42% reduction in overall cost per user per application. With, and as I've mentioned before, these gains aren't just financial. We also see a 38% decrease in the time to deploy a new application into production and a 343% increase in code deployment frequency which translates directly into business agility. On top of this, we also see things like a 57% increase in downtime and a 38% increase in high severity incidents. Now, if we shift our thinking to some more practical advice for modernization, what foundations should organizations have in place? At a high level, there are four main pillars that form a solid foundation for migration. The first one is alignment and conviction from the senior leadership across the business, both at program and functional level. Modernization needs to be driven by the business and not by technology. The second pillar is to identify those clear, quantifiable and top-down goals. The days of installing technology for the sake of the technology and then expecting the business to conform to the way the technology works are long gone. Mm. It's important to link those activities to the business needs and then deliver outcomes that can be measured against the need. The next pillar is to establish well-trained teams um, led by team leads who are accountable for delivering on the goals that you've already identified. Mm -hmm. These teams don't all have to come from within the business. AWS has an extensive partner network who can bring valuable experience into any team and help that team to accomplish their goals while upscaling the team at uh, the same time. The final pillar is to build experience. 
modernization is perfectly suited to the agile principle of failing fast. Standing up a small test of a small set of test infrastructure isn't time consuming or expensive like it used to be in the on-premise environment, which means that it costs almost nothing to test out different possible options and select the optimal solution based on that experience that's gained. Okay. Um, just in your um, your time at AWS, how have you seen that um, that sort of roll out the whole testing and optimizing um, solutions uh, on an ongoing sort of way? Well, almost every customer that we work with uh, will do a small test before we even kick into things like design, because it does answer questions about what type of solutions and what products they're going to select. So it, it's a standard process of what we do when onboarding any customer. Very cool. So moving on from what you've just said, what are some of the enablers then of uh, that organizations should have in place to build on these foundations? Well, AWS has developed an extensive, extensive range of tools and techniques to help customers in their journey. For example, we published the Well-Architected Framework, which is a set of architectural patterns that provide prescriptive guidance in the five key aspects, which is operational excellence, um, security, reliability, performance efficiency, and cost optimization. Another example would be a modern migration and modernization readiness assessment that AWS will typically run in conjunction with business stakeholders to identify the common blockers and help smooth the path to migration and modernization. We've also seen, or we also provide detailed guidance around size and the composition of the teams. We find that teams comprised of participants from around the business working on individual tasks is far more successful than the old fun functional based teams. Mm. Agile processes like DevOps and CI/CD are far more effective in the cloud environment than the traditional mechanisms. And lastly, we consider that data is the new oil, meaning that making effective use of the data that's in available in your business is becoming vital to almost all organizations. Machine learning and artificial intelligence are now becoming standard tools in that information technology toolbox. And AWS provides a wide range of databases, migration tools that dramatically simplify the task of uploading this data to the cloud and hydrating those data lakes. Mm. I was uh, just thinking back on, uh, you mentioned that there were some of those uh, I, common blockers um, that mm -hmm. you helped smooth the path was. Can you touch on what some of those blockers typically are and how AWS or how you normally help um, smooth those? Well, common blockers, um, we, we often find that people are resistant to change to a certain extent. It takes a while. Most most businesses have got like an inertia to change that we need to try and recognize and then overcome. And that inertia will often include things like the operating procedures. The customers will have a set way of doing particular tasks, and it takes a certain amount of effort to change the, the way that people are doing those tasks mm. and we need you need to recognize that and help the customers through those kind of blockers. The other ones will be things like skeptical stakeholders who might distrust what you're trying to do. For example, you need to recognize that those people will be in the organization and you need to understand what their concerns would be. They're very often very legitimate concerns, but you mm. still need to address them. Those are the kinds of typical blockers that we would see across a business. Okay. Thanks for sharing. Um, finally, I'm quite interested to hear uh, from you what you think the elements are of a successful modernization journey. 
Well, AWS has identified that there are five key elements that make for a successful journey to the cloud. And the first and foremost is the one that I've already mentioned, which is to get executive sponsorship. Without that clarity of purpose, aligning the business and technical outcomes is significantly more difficult. The second element to establish is a cloud-first strategy. Establishing the processes and understanding the resistance to change will create that inertia that I just mentioned that needs to be recognized with a conscious and a clear cloud-first strategy. Otherwise, modernization projects tend to take far longer than necessary or even stall completely. Mm. Reversing the burden for proof of the IT project from why cloud to, well, why not cloud sends an important message to the organization. And that sets the stage for the customer to maximize those benefits from the cloud and, and devote more resources to the core business. Sure. The organizational change management is also, it's a third element. Moving to the cloud requires that the processes and the procedures are updated to cater to the new environment and training, updating operate, operating models is essential. The fourth element is to define a clear adoption roadmap that starts small, measures the successes to build the confidence and then builds on that experience to iterate through the process and build momentum. The final element is the cloud center of excellence because over 70% of the challenge that we see customers facing is non-technical. The CCO is a, simply a group of people who understand the challenges that are unique to that business and can provide a centralized guidance to the teams that are actually doing the migration. Mm. So some cl um, cloud journeys can be three, four, five years in, the, um, in terms of length and then it's a, an ongoing um, thing from there. You talked about that iteration um, and sort of step process. Like, How does that generally um, play out? How do people, um, from your experience, just check where they're going? Are they going in the right direction um, and so forth? Well, it tied back to that first conversation we had about the business value. If you're not delivering value back to the business, then you should be questioning what you're doing. So what we would typically do is we would pick high value um, applications or business functions that we can start to modernize and migrate into the cloud. And, and we focus on those first. And that gives us that measurable value that, yes, okay, we're delivering value back to the business. This is something that the business is, is wants to do and is delivering that value back to them. And that, that gives you the confidence that you're working in the right path. Well, uh, thanks so much for your thoughts today, Shane. It was really uh, interesting to to get your um, insight and AWS's approach on uh, moving to the cloud. Uh, so thanks for joining us. It was a great pleasure. Thank you for having me. Cheers, and thank you to everyone else who's joined us as well, uh, whether for the first time or as a regular. If you've liked what you've heard on the show today and you know someone who might be interested in what we've discussed, feel free to share this podcast with them. So. We'll see you back here soon for the next episode of Beta and Beyond.